Hey guys, welcome back to 5 Degrees Off Normal. I'm Jules Watts, as you probably fucking know, right? And the end of the dog days of podcasting challenge is nigh. I can see it on the horizon, and I'm a little happy and a little sad about it. Again, I couldn't keep 100% to doing it, but I did a hell of a lot better than I did last year, so go me. And I like the Dog Days of Podcasting Challenge because it pushes me. It gave me a goal and a whole bunch of other awesome podcasters are all doing some cool shit, so... I mean, it feels damn good to be part of a group of really talented motherfuckers out there. And one of the cool things about the Dog Days of Podcasting is that we're not in competition with each other, you know, trying to top each other with crazy topics or crazy reviews or something. We're all there trying to put out something, anything, and we're all kind of high-fiving each other when we do it, or somebody does something really fucking cool or funny, or, well, there's been a couple of cute nostalgic ones and a couple that made me very hungry. I'll be honest, I'm glad I was doing as much climbing as I was, then a week of Gen Con where I walked everywhere, because god damn it, (laughs) I was kind of contemplating eating everything for a bit, you know? And so for the dog days of podcasting, I've kind of focused on, well, I guess me, my mental health, my treatment, my likes, my dislikes, a couple of rants, that kind of shit. And while a lot of the stuff I talk about does touch or kind of combine with a lot of my geeky and nerdy likes and dislikes, I thought it would be fun to, as we're ending the dog days of podcasting challenge, to just review some geeky and nerdy stuff. And you get to hear what a geeky, nerdy review is from someone that's mentally jacked. This is probably going to be funny. Now, here's the thing. As a general rule of thumb, I like video games. I really enjoy playing them. A lot of them I suck at. But usually I like games with a good story, so I'll bust my butt to quote-unquote get good uh, the Dark Souls way. It usually takes a lot longer for me to get good, but I'll get enough there to enjoy the game and get through the whole story. And here's the thing, I have a lot of games on Steam, and a couple of games on PlayStation, and on Xbox, and the Xbox 360, so figuring out which one I'm going to talk about actually took me a little bit of time and contemplation. And eventually I thought, okay, what game can I review that not everyone has heard of? You know, I'm not talking about doing like a Breath of the Wild review. Granted, I don't have a Switch, so that's kind of moot, but, you know, I could have done a Gears of War 4 review or a Prey review, or something like that. But I was thinking, why don't I do one of my more obscure games, and, well, maybe somebody will like it. Or think it sounds interesting and pick it up, and that means the people that made the game get more money, and more games are made, and the cycle continues. Originally, I was going to talk about Bendy and the Ink Machine, because I love that style of horror. And also, there's a lot of really interesting, neat references to old-school animation and music. But... That's kind of gotten a lot of attention, and so a lot of people are already talking about it. So I went through my Steam library, and I decided, okay, what game was I playing before I started playing Bendy? And I'll review that. And the game was this really adorable, nightmarishly difficult platform called Hollow Knight. Now, I don't know if you all know, but I really loves me some Dark Souls and Dark Souls 2 and Bloodborne and the stuff like that. I love those games. I love... Well, I love the story of those games. I love the atmosphere of those games. I really suck at those games, so usually I'm sitting there watching my husband play because it's controller-snapping frustration with me from time to time. And Hollow Knight is kind of the same way, but they've taken the awesome control handling and the show-not-tell aspect of storytelling and embedding so much into the environment of what's been going on here, but it's in 2D. 
All right. And not quite as oppressive as Dark Souls and Bloodborne, but it is phenomenal. You know, people describe Dark Souls and Bloodborne and that kind of stuff as difficult but fair. And Hollow Knight is one of the first kind of platformers I have seen do that. That game is uniform as hell. And every aspect of it drips with atmosphere. Granted, they really don't have a lot of the speaking roles that you get in Dark Souls. It's kind of done in this weird, I guess, simlish kind of. But in a way, it actually kind of ties in and adds to the kind of alien-ish feel that the whole game gives you. Because in Hollow Knight, everybody's a bug. Yeah, I think the main the main protagonist, the guy that you're controlling, I think he's a stag beetle kind of thing. I'm guessing. I'm not 100% sure. Honestly, the opening kind of felt like the opening to Dark Souls 2, where you're dropped in, but you have no idea what's going on, but you just go forward because that's what you gotta do. And as you push forward, you find shit out. So I really liked that. And the neat thing is the art style that they use to make this game makes the bugs kind of cute, but kind of disturbing at the same time. So you're kind of like, oh, and that's not quite right at the same time, which is a really neat, I guess, artistic trick to kind of put you in that mindset, you know? And now on to the gameplay itself. The controls, well, they're really tight, they're uniform. And damn, do they feel responsive. So when I die, it's not the, oh man, you know, and throw the controller across the room. It's like, this game's cheating. No, this was a, I fucked up. Let's do it again. So every time I died in that game, which has been a lot, I felt that deaths were my fault and I have to get better so that way I can not die. Additionally, they have this really interesting mechanic. It is kind of Souls-like when you die. There is a penalty. You lose your money that you've collected and you have... Okay, you know in, in Dark Souls you have the HP humanity kind of tie together thing, sort of, depending on what you're doing. Well, what happens is when you die, you lose your some of your maximum health, and then you have to go and retrieve, well, what's what you lost when you died. I don't even know how best to describe it. But when you get there, you have to fight your shadow, which is pretty much what your character's power level and equipment and all that stuff was at right before the moment of your death. The only difference is your shadow is at full HP, not at the, oh, I just died HP level that you were at. So to get yourself fully functional again with full HP and full magical power ability, you have to fight and defeat your shadow and reintegrate it into yourself. And that was really neat. I liked that. I also found it slightly disturbing, which added to the whole kind of heavy, weird, well, Hollow Knight aesthetic, I guess. And I like that they actually have execution challenges in there. Not that I do them, because, well, I'm not very good at those kind of things. But the nice thing is, this is a wonderful little 2D platformer game that kind of has a Symphony of the Night feel, and you want to explore everything, but it's also built around perfect execution kind of things, too. Now, I'll be honest, I haven't finished the game yet. I plan to, but I haven't finished it yet because, well, everything else I've done in August. The thing is, though, it's a Steam game, and you can play it with an Xbox controller, and I have really enjoyed myself just playing the game. And the thing is, my husband is a completionist as well as a lover of stories, and he also likes skill execution things. I just like a good story. So, this is the kind of game I would enjoy playing, and I also like watching somebody else play. There aren't a lot of games like that for me. As long as my husband doesn't skip over the lore, but I really don't have to worry about that too much since I read faster than him. So that's another little added bonus there. So either playing the game or watching my sweetie play, 
I'm enjoying myself and I'm having a good time. Not many games are like that, so give it a try. However, to prevent future arguments, I recommend setting down some ground rules about passing in front of the television as you're playing. Nothing will ruin a day more than you're in a boss fight and your sweetie walks in front of the TV right before you're getting ready to hit the last blow and you miss it and he smushes you and you're dead. The game's on Steam and it's actually reasonably priced, so give this game a try. It's one of the more unique ones out there. I'll put a link to the game's Steam page down in the doobly-doo. And if you enjoyed the game, let me know. And this is Jules Watts with 5 Degrees Off Normal. And before I sign off, I am going to address something that I realize I have never addressed. Yes, 5 Degrees Off Normal does have a Facebook page. It's www.facebook.com slash 5 Degrees Off Normal. Yes, that's all one word. I'm also on Twitter. You can reach me there at Jules Podcaster. That's J-O-U-L-E-S Podcaster. And I'll put all that stuff down in the doobly-doo as well. Can you believe I've been doing this podcast for over a year and I have never once mentioned that I had a Facebook page or a Twitter account? Ah, the things you learn with experience. All right, this is Jules Watts, and I want you all to take care of yourself, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.